Podcast friends, my name is David Lee and you are listening to the Inspire Design Create podcast, giving freelance filmmakers a voice, sharing their stories and connecting the world of cinematography, commercial filmmaking and starting your own business together. Let's go. All right. Hey, has anyone ever been uh, gypped on a Black Friday deal or a Christmas holiday holiday deal? I have and uh, kind of pissed off. So I recently bought the uh, Sony 20 millimeter F 1.8 G. I just needed something for like a wide angle lens that I could use for BTS, nothing more than that. And something that was kind of compact. I didn't, um, I usually use my Sigma 35 millimeter art, but it's heavy and uh, well, it's heavy enough and it's long and, and you know, stuff like that. So I don't really, uh, I don't want to, I didn't really want to carry it around anymore. Uh, so got the 20 millimeter. Sony, uh, good lens, you know, really extra sharp. I don't, I don't like that about it. Um, uh, but B and H had, uh, this like deal, right. Where it was highlighted and said, you know, it's like a hundred dollar instant rebate, right? So instead of eight and eight ninety eight, uh, you'd pay seven ninety eight, right? And I was like, okay, cool. Right. So, uh, I got the lens and all that kind of stuff. And I was going through the, the rebate form. Right. And then the rebate form, I didn't, you know, I was a dipshit and I didn't read the fine line. And it said in order to get the one hundred dollar the one hundred dollar rebate, you need to buy two lenses to qualify for that. And I'm like, what the fuck? That's some bullshit, man. Uh, so that kind of sucked. Uh, anyways, but speaking about uh, Christmas stuff, hope you guys had a great Christmas with your family and with your friends. Um, I unfortunately uh, Christmas Eve I was in bed for most of the day uh, because Thursday I had gotten my uh, my booster because. 2022, there looks to be a lot more travel, um, extended, extended travel here and there. So I didn't want to take any risks. I said, you know what? I, originally, I wasn't going to get my booster, but then with, you know, travel gigs coming up and already being scheduled and some being confirmed, I'm like, ah, shit, you know, I, I really don't want to, I really, I really don't want to get sick. You know, fuck, fuck that. I hate getting the flu. I hate getting a regular cold. I would much rather have like a, like a broken limb than have a fucking cold or flu, right? That, that's just me. Um, and let alone having, you know, getting COVID, getting COVID. Can I even say that on, on the podcast? Am I, am I going to get censored for that? Can I say the C word? <gasps> I don't know. Um, the Rona, I guess. Right. Or the, um, the cron. That's a fucking weird one. Uh, anyways, uh, I don't want to get either of those. So I was like, you know what? Skip my booster. Right. So I got on Thursday, my left arm felt kind of weird, whatever, but nothing, nothing unusual, you know, uh, compared to when I got my, uh, first and second dose. But then the next day, right, Friday, Christmas Eve, felt like fucking shit. I was, I had like cold and hot uh, flashes all, all night. Couldn't sleep just because I was either freezing cold, like it felt like I was in a freezer, uh, or I was extremely hot. You know, it felt like 100 degree weather. Uh, so that was my Christmas Eve. Christmas Day felt a lot better. I went to go see Spider-Man Far From Home. Uh, Far From Home? No, uh, No Way Home. Uh, really, 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 really good movie. Um, very, very, very pleasantly surprised with that. Um, but what else? Uh, Christmas. Yeah. I mean, Christmas, like I did get the MacBook, uh, air, the, the new one, uh, the M with the M one chip because micro center had a really good deal. It was like seven seventy nine just for the base model one. I just needed something that I could travel easy with something that I could, uh, review footage, um, on the go, something I could bring to meetings, uh, that I could drop the lighting diagrams or write scripts when I'm with, um, uh, writers, things like that, right? So I just needed a base model. I got that. I did get the Sony A7 Mark IV, and uh, looked. I look. 
I look to be selling my A7 III uh, the next week. Someone hit me up on Craigslist and, and didn't want to lowball me. They just you know, offered this the cash uh, the cash amount. I was like, cool, you know. So got the A7 IV. Uh, I, don't, I don't have any thoughts on that because I haven't really used it. So um, what else? I think that is it. But but this um, year in review, I uh, kind of wanted to give you guys my thoughts on the goals, the main goals I set out for myself for 2021. Uh, which ones did I hit? Which ones did I not hit? What are my thoughts on that? And then also um, just a handful of like the, I guess the numbers uh, for the year. So my first goal for 2021 uh, was I wanted to be able to uh, have my gross profits of at least uh, $60,000, right, total uh, from every uh, revenue stream from work, uh, from Amazon affiliate marketing, from Google AdSense. But, you know, just, just to give you a heads up, like 95%, not 98% of it is from work, right, from being on set as a cinematographer. Uh, so did I hit that goal? I did hit that goal, actually, uh, by the middle of December, right? So last week was my last uh, last shoots. Hit it, so which is great. Um, and to kind of context to that, uh, four or five years ago, uh, when I when I was still working in IT, working as a manager in IT, I was making about 80, $82,000, $85,000 a year salary. Um, but after taxes, because when they when you go up to a certain you know um, tax bracket, you get taxes shitload. You know, I remember when I was just work, working as like a desktop technician, like a call center person. I was making like maybe 30,000 a year and I rarely saw um, the impact of taxes on it, right? I rarely saw it. And then as soon as I got to like, you know, 44, 45, I was like, oh, okay, a little, a little different. And then when I got to like 60, I was like, holy fuck, dude, where's all my money going? And then when I got to 85, I was like, I'm making the same amount of money than when I was waking down when I was making like 40 grand, right? So taxes are a bitch, especially if you're in California, because you get, you have to pay federal income tax, Plus, you have to pay your state income tax, right? So you, you just get taxed regardless, right, in California. Uh, so this year, my gross profits were uh, $60,000, and that was broken up. Again, 98% of that really came from uh, from work, right? Working as a cinematographer, working as a DP. Um, I would say half of my jobs, uh, as far as what they were looking for, um, I, I still don't know exactly what the hell the difference is. Some people have told me, you know, what, a DP actually does and what a cinematographer actually does. Um, it's hard because when you, when you go online with like IMDB and you look up like, uh, like Roger Deakins, right? Uh, most of it, I think all of it just says cinematographer, right? And, and then sometimes they'll put in brackets like director of photography. Um, so half of my jobs this year have, uh, they were requesting a cinematographer. Half of the jobs were requesting a director of photography, right? Um, as a DP, you tend to have more, more responsibility, right? You're really less hands-on. Same thing with a cinematographer. You're, you're, it's pretty much everything that, that a DP does, you know, except you're talking, um, there's way more communication with, with, um, heads of department, HODs. Uh, you have a lot more involved with like communication on the day, I think, uh, than a strict cinematographer role. Uh, but more or less they're, they're kind of the same, right? I just think as, as a DP, you have more, more responsibility as a whole, right? So, uh, what else? Uh, there is a feature length documentary that I am, or not feature length, but long form documentary that I have been, uh, writing for, for about two years now. And I started production on it, uh, this September and it's called eighth place trophies. Uh, I will be continuing to film it, 
up until I think May or June of next year. Uh, and it is around the world of, of uh, sports martial arts, a world that I came from um, as, a, as a young competitor and as a um, adults competitor as well. Um, but it, it's sort of, you know, what, what, what is the inspiration for a young person, you know, 17, 16 years old to uh, want to train so hard uh, to make the, um, the world championship teams to compete at the world karate championships, right? What is like the mentality? What is the, uh, what is the motivation for someone so young to want to compete at the highest level, right? And not settle for like, you know, a fifth place trophy or an eighth place trophy or a participation trophy, you know, like what is that, what is that drive and, and why do they have that desire, right? Like what motivates them, right? Essentially. And so I just, I just had some, uh, basically like, um, logistical things and character development things, right? Like, you know, who are the key characters? What is the conflict? And uh, what uh, primary locations do I need, right? So I got pretty much most of those, except for the conflict that I'm still uh, working on and probably one of the most important things, right? Because without conflict, um, story will always tend to fall apart somewhere, right? Or it'll start to um, slowly be less impactful, you know? Uh, so I need to figure that out. Anyways, um, spec ads, I wanted to film at least one fitness-related spec ad and the one car-related spec ad. Uh, fitness, I, I pretty much kind of sprinkled that in, into my short films, Heart and, uh, The Park, right? Heart, uh, my, my actress, Nicolette, uh, Nico, she was working in the gym, right? So that kind of takes care of like the fitness stuff. And then, um, Jeremiah, my, uh, one of my actors in The Park, he was playing basketball, he played basketball and also was riding a bike. So, you know, fitness related, you know, so not a pure fitness ad, but fuck it. Same thing for me, right? Uh, car, I didn't get to that one uh, this year, so I am putting that on for 2022. Get a get a car spec, and then my last big uh, goal was to get 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. Unfortunately, didn't get it. I am sitting at like 8.1k, right? 8,100 subscribers, which I'm okay with. You know, uh, is it 10? No, um, but uh, I think you know since since I had finished my last YouTube video. Uh, I'm happy with where the channel is and, and what I've done, been able to do with the channel, the brands I've been able to work with who have reached out to me. And uh, so it, it's been a good run on YouTube, right? So we got that going. Okay, what else? Um, I guess we can go with kind of like busiest months. Uh, so the busiest month for me was July. Least busiest month was uh, March most unexpected uh, busy busy month was December because traditionally December is pretty slow for me. I, I might only have one shoot, you know, usually one, uh, but I had about, I had about a handful um, for December, uh, which is always nice, right? Um, and then let's see what else. I think that's probably it when it comes to... Um, to that sort of stuff. Uh, most used camera this year definitely was the FX9. Most used lenses uh, were the Sigma Cine lenses. Um, I would say the most important piece and the most used lights of this year out of all the sets I've been on uh, was definitely the Forza 500. Uh, most used piece of gear that I, I glad I brought every single time, whether I used it or not, was was my Easy Rig. Um, kind of kind of hard to to deny that one. Um, and then let's see what else. Um, any purchases that I regret buying this year? 
no, not really. Everything that I bought this year has really been for the business and, and, and it's been accommodating so far for every shoe that I've had, whether it be the short films or whether it be, you know, spec stuff or uh, whether it be for work, actual client work. I think every piece of equipment I bought this year has been has been very strategically well purchased, right? Meaning that like, I didn't regret buying anything this year. You know, everything has served a purpose. I, I, actually, I'll take that back. The one thing I do kind of regret buying was my Kessler pocket dolly. I bought a used off B&H and um, they had wrapped it in like fucking like uh, like packaging tape, you know? So there was all this like, like tape residue everywhere. So I had to clean the fucking thing. Um, and then one of the wheels, there's four wheels, right? There's two on one side of the rails. And then two on the other side of the other, on the other rails to let it slide back and forth. One of the fucking wheels was like, um, damaged, like the plastic got broken off, but they didn't say that in the, in the ad. And I was like, fuck, God damn it. Um, so, I mean, I've used it multiple times this year though. Um, not the greatest experience, but you know, it works. You just got to keep sliding back and forth. Uh, so I do kind of regret, re- regret buying that. Um, I am looking for a better slider, but I don't know. I can't find really any good like manual sliders you know they're all kind of like run-of-the-mill um budget ones you know which i really i really don't want to buy because i've used budget ones like like ones i have one from newer that one sucks uh bought that when i was you know um still up and coming so to speak uh, i still have my rhino slider that one works i used it on uh some corporate stuff in december and that one works well. You know, the rhino slider works better if you're using the automatic stuff. You know, if you're trying to manually slide it, it does not work that well. Uh, there's not there's not enough like granular control with it. Uh, mine is the original rhino slider, so I don't know if the newer one is better. Uh, could be. Uh, let's see what else do we do we have? I think uh, I think that's I think that's about it as far as what's what's everyone um, interested in, right? In hearing, and so yeah, I met. Pretty much all my goals except for two of them. The car one, not a big deal. YouTube, I, I wish I would have got 10,000 subscribers, but again, not a big deal. You know, I'm happy with the 8,100 that uh, that I have. Anything that I am looking forward to in 2022, uh, I definitely uh, I am looking forward to writing my uh, my feature film. Originally, I was going a different route. I was going to uh, just make a trailer. Um, and so shoot it as a trailer, right? Um, but I, I figure, you know, talking to my, my lead actress and, um, you know, we spent a few months on it and earlier in December, you know, I was thinking, you know, if we're going to go through all this effort or crowdfunding and doing Kickstarter, why not just shoot a feature film, right? So we said, hell yeah, why not, why not just shoot a feature film, right? Uh, so we need to write it and hoping to start at least the process of, of getting a screenplay going, um, by maybe February time, right? Uh, so mostly excited for that. Um, I I finally am something I, I've been I've been holding back on. I don't know why uh, is shooting a uh, martial arts related short film, right? You would think someone who has like twenty plus years of of competitive martial arts experience and, and training in, in multiple systems and multiple disciplines that I would make a martial arts short film or something, you know? Uh, so I am planning on doing that. Um, I I I have kind of like a half a story that I was writing, um, the past for like two years or two and a half years. Uh, I haven't really touched it in, in a little bit, probably in about a year or so. So I may go back to that and just modify a little bit to make it a short film. Um, and so I, I am excited for that. And if anything, I think it's really just continuing to expand my horizons as a cinematographer, you know, um, learning, 
learning new techniques, you know, uh, working with better directors, working with uh, better editors and, and seeing how they work so I can implement some of that into the way I work, right, as a, as a DP. Uh, finding, again, new techniques when it comes to lighting, when it comes to camera movement, when it uh, comes to lens choices. You know, I really feel like at the end of the day, Yes, there are differences between the sensors. They're they're very minute, right? Um, it's sort of it's sort of like if you look at supercars, right? If you take like an Aston Martin, if you take a Ferrari, you take a Lamborghini, uh, you take a McLaren, right? You take like those four cars. They're top of the line performance models, right? Um, that are built for like racetracks. They're all really fucking fast, right? But each engine does something a little bit different, right? And I think sensors these days digital sensors are the same thing right they're all like really good they're all like 6k or 4k or whatever it is right and um they all kind of look the same right i mean I, okay i'll take that back they all look the same um they all look the same but they're very good it's just certain sensors do something a little bit different right maybe it's like the highlight roll off is just a little bit smoother with with the alexa right uh there is a little bit more um dynamic range in the shadows with like the gemini right so on and so forth. But the lenses are the things that really make a difference, right? And, and a prime example of that is if you watch Station Eleven on HBO Max, um, really good show, really, really good show. Uh, I looked at what lenses they were using because I was like, I, I, I don't know what lenses these are, but these are fucking nice-ass lenses, right? So they use the uh, Tribe 7 Blackwing lenses as well as the Masterbuilt lenses. The Tribe 7 Blackwing lenses are really fucking cool. They are... A, a collaboration uh, with a with a lens manufacturer and Bradford Young, right? If you don't who if you don't know who Bradford Young is, you should stop listening to this podcast episode. Go watch Arrival. Go watch Selma. Go watch uh, uh, Solo. Uh, fuck, what else? What else has he done? Uh, he did uh, When They See Us. Uh, it's on Netflix. Uh, I mean, Bradford Young is a fucking amazing cinematographer, right? So Bradford Young collaborated with this lens manufacturer to create uh, basically like spherical lenses that you can detune um, or tune up regarding uh, based or based upon what you want, right? So it's like it's like it has the characteristics of vintage lenses, but not all the fucked up characteristics that come with <laughs> come with vintage lenses, right? Uh, so check out Station Eleven. I mean, these are beautiful lenses, right? Um, so yeah, it, it's it's using newer lens or it's using different lenses and, and seeing which ones I, I like and which ones um, can help tell better stories, you know, depending on what it is. And so I think that's what I'm excited for in 2021 is just really becoming a better cinematographer um, as well as a better business owner, right? Um, working with different clients, with newer clients, working with bigger and better budgets, right? So that way I can share that information with you guys as well too. Okay, that is it for me. I uh, hope you guys have enjoyed your holidays. Uh, let me know what you are excited for in 2021, uh, 20 or 2021, 2022. Uh, 2021 has overall been a good year for me. You know, I'm very blessed with um, uh, with everything, you know, regardless of, of um, any loss you might have experienced. Uh, you know, for me, I did lose my mom in 20, in May of 20, uh, May of this year uh, to cancer. Uh, I know, you know, some of you out there have, have lost someone to whether it be cancer or COVID or uh, an accident or whatever it is, you know, um, I think that gives us more, more reason to really live um, our best lives, you know, and to do everything that we can to make sure that at the end of the day, we can look ourselves in the mirror and be, uh, be proud of what, what, uh, what we do, be proud of who we are. And also, um, you know, just to treat 
everyone around us with, with just a little bit more compassion, you know, the homeless person, you know, asking for a meal, whatever outside, outside of the Ralph's or whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you did, please rate it on iTunes podcast. I would appreciate it. Uh, follow my podcasts on iTunes and on Spotify, uh, just so you're unified. The new episodes come out every week. And I think 2022 is going to be a banger year for all of us friends. Uh, so that being said, I will catch you guys in the next podcast episode. Bye-bye.